0: welcome to another episode of a talk of opportunity this is jose and with me as usual andrew damn it you never tell me when i should say my name there are
1: episodes where you say my name there are episodes where i say my name you never we if i if i pause we say your name the first fucking hour of this disgusting ghost of Tsushima, but never oh how are we
0: gonna start the podcast? (laughs) <laughs> fuck fine with me andrew Hi. and today we're talking about metagaming. gaming
1: Woo! <laughs> should you do it no <laughs> all right <laughs> <laughs>
0: Jose. Meta gaming. Yes. Oh, wait, before we do why do we always forget? Before we do that. What are you meta drinking? <laughs> today?
1: <laughs> Everything is better with meta. Um, I'm actually gonna I, I'm trying something out, something new. This is called the Last Days of Summer by the Tampa Bay Brewing Company.
0: It, wait, somebody recommended that to me. It
1: is well I, I think uh what actually what reminded me of it was that you said you were you want to try sours, and this is a sour ale with mango and peach. So nice. let me go ahead and hold on, get that away from the mic. That way, it doesn't mess with the <laughs> with the levels. Because <laughs> I'm always like, oh, let me open it right in front of the mic, and then when I try to like when I try to like edit it later, it's like no.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna sound like the splash now.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Ooh. Yes. Oh, wow. I like sours. I love sours. I had I had that one that was like peach, but the one I had had like legit had like maybe like 1.5, not even alcohol content. Um, How's this one?
1: It doesn't even taste like a beer.
0: I mean, in the in yeah, in the did, best
1: way possible. It tastes like sparkling wine. Yeah, that's exactly what that, that uh, you know what? That, that nailed it right on the head because I'm like it tastes like something. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, I like it because it's super fruity and like uh, refreshing, but it's not a beer, in my opinion. I don't know why they call them I, I mean, beers, it's it's probably it? still
1: technically a beer, you know, because it's... The way you
0: know, it's made. So, oh, wow. This. I'm drinking a normal one that we had before in the show, a mango cart. Because I didn't go to my liquor store to buy some interesting beers this time around. So, I'm just going to drink a mango No, that's cart.
1: fine, man. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Mango carts it's, are... It's, it's so delicious. It's so Especially funny. this time of year when it's, like, super hot out.
0: Yeah, and just make some make some uh coconut shrimp with a beer batter used with this. Oh. Another level. Also, so you guys that are listening can hold me accountable for this. I'm going to start making mead at home.
1: All right. So, it is, do you want me to put a timestamp on when you said that?
2: Yeah. All right. So it is
1: July 26 when he said that.
0: All right. <laughs> I'm going to make mead. In two months, I'm gonna be able to drink it. Is that how long it takes to make it? Well, it takes it takes legit. I think it's like three to four weeks for it to stop like fermenting and doing this thing, but then for it to stop tasting like ethanol and start tasting like actual like mm. sweet meat okay. that we know, you have to wait. People wait about a month after that, but sometimes it's less, sometimes it's more. It's depending on how like spicy.
1: So you it, make, I guess. so it's like if you. So it's kind, of, it's kind of like whiskey in a way, where it's like, where it turns like, it's like Aqua Vita first, where it's like just pure alcohol, and then it gets, right. okay, all
0: right, I got it, got it. Right. Yeah. But dude, I found like kits everywhere for like 50 bucks, like everything you need except for the honey, but I have like 20 gallons of honey from the last time I went to uh, South That's Carolina. That's good
1: honey too. You know?
0: So. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to use like some of the fancy stuff. Yeah. Um, anyways hold me a camel in two what is that two months that's four episodes in four episodes i'm gonna be drinking my own meat
1: <laughs> and what are you drinking today i'm drinking my own meat let's give it a taste oh god <laughs> <laughs> what have i done what? Two i don't want to drink this anymore <laughs> i wasted two months of my life <laughs>
0: You're just like, no, 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 Jose, you, you no, gotta no, drink
1: it. No, you have a whole office water cooler of mead now. You have to drink. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot of honey. Honey is scarce now. <laughs> you kill the bees. <laughs> Do it for the planet. Yeah. They sacrificed for your mead. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I, but right. honestly, so, I heard mead's like super easy to make. Like you can make it, it like is. in a jug in a closet somewhere.
0: Yeah, legit. Like that's why I want to make it because it's so easy. And to make it professional, quote unquote, it's just like two extra ingredients at a different in one step extra. Oh. Like, that's okay. it. Yeah, it's nothing like, like beer where it has to be like super precise and everything else. Like this is like not I hear It's like making a the toilet. One, wine.
1: The one thing that really always turns me off on making my own beer is that most beer kits you get one good use out of it. Oh, because really? you a lot of the problems with consistent taste in beer is cleanliness. So, so you yes. have to scrub that thing and it needs to be as clean as when you got it. If it is not even, if it is even the slightest bit dirty, it's going to ruin the next batch. And I'm like, you know what? Yeah, I'm totally fine. Just going down to the store, paying a couple bucks, getting some good beer.
0: <laughs> that's why, that's why I kind of liked mead making because the guy was legit. He was like, yeah, you can just water honey, yeast. That's it. You're done you know uh, like and he used uh, he used the the big gallons of um of purified water right. from the store that was already like clean inside so all he did was dump some water out put the honey inside of it put the yeast shake it up and then store it outside then,
1: don't you have like skim it every now and then or something or it's... no oh wait really. no is it a pressure thing there's something to it. I know. I know. There's a little something to it. No, really? At, at right. one point well, of it, you
0: have fuck to transfer. It. Maybe I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> at some point, you have to transfer it from from the the, 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 the brewing bucket to like right. a different one to I, make I, it stop. I might like
1: be getting a confused with kombucha because I want to make my own kombucha.
0: Well, kombucha, you have to you have to take like that that layer of uh, active bio. bio what? <laughs> It's Um, like the
1: mother yeast or whatever they call it.
0: Yeah, and then you just take it out and use it for the next one. Oh, what is
1: it called? Anyways, I'm not. We're not. We're not. This is not the kombucha cast. Okay, although although it could be. Forty
0: five minutes. Forty five minutes later. You know,
1: (laughs) I really like the watermelon one, but I feel like the strawberry one
0: kind of. (laughs) Mine's been brewing for the past three days. (laughs) I can't wait. It's
1: like solidified. It's like it's like pouring out a can of like cranberry sauce. (laughs) (laughs) Like <laughs> right, <on, laughs> right into the cup.
0: <laughs> and today we have uh we have Joe and uh, he drinks straight yeah. up vinegar. <laughs>
1: we're gonna we're gonna have a slice of his kombucha today. And see how it
0: is. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Anyways, this is d and D show. And today we're talking about yeah.
1: <laughs> you might not know, <clears throat> but we actually talk about D and D. We <laughs> we do manage to, to slide that in in between the beer talk. <laughs> so so if you want to skip the beer talk, just. Turn us off
0: <laughs> <laughs> don't even bother <laughs> oh shit okay so andrew metagaming we all do it we all have been there we all have seen it it pisses us off it pisses us off sometimes sometimes it's fine for those of you for those of us that don't know what metagaming is what is meta gaming?
1: all right so yeah exactly metagaming uh I don't want to say it's a necessary evil, but it's kind of it's, it's it's extremely hard to avoid. But essentially what that is is you you will know something that your character does not. And, and you you are going to try your damnedest to somehow incorporate that into the game. <laughs> and you can't. And that's and and that like little like tug of war in your mind—that's where the metagaming part is. So, it, like, okay, it, it, essentially, what metagaming is that you know something your character does not. A, a classic right. example of metagaming. Excuse me. That's one. That's one. That's game. one for the counter. <laughs> <laughs> classic example of metagaming would be you're a bunch of level one adventurers, and there's a a portal. I don't know. <laughs> there's there's a portal like deep down in this like wizards layer or something like that. And it's a, and it's like a colored portal. And someone's like, oh, it's this color. It has to go into the Feywild. Well, you wouldn't know that because you're level one, <laughs> you know? Right. So there, there would be no way of you knowing that because you literally just became an adventurer like 30 minutes ago when you killed that one goblin. So how would, how the hell would right. you know about portals? So that's kind of, yeah, that, exactly. that's a pretty classic example of metagaming. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and then it's funny because, like, we we all do it. It's not just in D&D as well, but, like, also when you're playing a video game. You're like, where would the developer be? Oh, look at this. This bricks are different colors. Right. They must be. A- you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's just something that we constantly have. Yeah. But the fun thing about D&D is that it's a role-playing game, mm-hmm. right? So you have to actively role-play your character and what your character knows and doesn't know. Because for me, uh, when we started Curse of Strahd, it was really hard because I just got off DMing. So everything that you were doing, I was like, oh I know why that's going. Oh well, I know not going not, not oh, only I know did
1: you get doing. off DMing, but you played like the first 10 minutes 10 minutes. You played know. like the first 10% of that game. So you so so like for the first
0: couple mm-hmm. of sessions, you're just like, <laughs> <laughs> like just sitting <laughs> back like, like letting everything happen. So Well, I try I tried not to do that. I tried to like kind of roleplay, like my character does not know this. But like, you know, what a big example was the freaking uh the meat pies. Dream patch, yeah. right? Is that what they call? In Strat. Uh, like I knew exactly what was gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Right. It was, it was so hard for me to just not say anything and just like try to convince the group in a passive way to like at least taste right. it. But it didn't work out.
1: Right. And and metagaming has it's not a binary thing. It, it's it's a very it's very much on a scale of like what is acceptable and what isn't acceptable. Like, for example, they, <laughs> the, the the meat pie situation, going back to that, everybody knew there was something up with those meat pies. <laughs> like, like <Right>. I didn't <laughs> fool anybody. As, as ashamed as I was, I didn't fool anybody with it. But, I believe it was Howard that came up with justification. I'm like, yeah, everything in this place seems dangerous. So, you know what? I'm just, even the air is trying to kill us. So, I'm definitely not right. eating something that would right. kind of that would kind of be a, a, an acceptable form of metagaming because he's like wait a minute something happened just now that that showed this place is going to be a danger to us and we we've never heard of this place we don't know who this is i don't know who you are old lady selling me the meat <laughs> pies so you know what i'm going to
0: politely decline
1: <laughs> this 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 empanada that you're trying to feed me
0: yeah, exactly. And and but, but but the same token as that, I think you mentioned the fact that like you have you've been we've been on the road for a while, we haven't eaten anything solid, mm-hmm. and these things taste I mean, smell crazy. It smells like the most delicious empanadas right. you've ever smelled in your life. So, as a character, you would have your character would have been inclined to try it because he's hungry. But us as player, we're like, nah, man, this is fishy mm-hmm. as hell. And that's when metagaming is as it smells like you have to like acknowledge that you know. That this is shady as hell, but think about like what will your character do? Right, and that and that's yeah. honestly
1: the biggest. If if you definitely want to avoid metagaming, like if you're monitoring it and you want to avoid it, the biggest question you got to ask yourself: Does my character know this? You might know it, but does yeah. my character know this? You know? Yeah, and that's right. where the that's where the dissonance is going to be. So, yeah, I mean, up until that point, I don't believe. That any any of those characters have come across any cursed meat pies, but I mean I don't know El Torrel might be a sketchy place.
0: <laughs> so yeah, uh, <clears throat> and it's not just it's not just like oh you know like this is sketchy. It, it goes, I think it's a big old spectrum from like, um, oh this old lady looks very sketchy selling empanadas in the middle of the night in Barovia, right? Because like that's something that like it's it's almost blended with what the character would think as well but then there's the other end of the spectrum where like especially if you're a dm that's playing and you're like oh this is a werewolf werewolves are probably uh, weak to silver or werewolves have this uh have ac of whatever and hit points of whatever and if you've done a campaign with werewolves before and you see a werewolf you're like i know how to take care of this you know what i mean does your character? Oh, exactly. You know, and, 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 and in and those moments, I think is is a matter of asking the DM. You know, it's like because and just like one thing I try to make very clear when we're playing is that when I'm talking outside of my character, I want to say like I try to say like you know out, you know out, like, out of character, uh, out of character. You know, like would my character know this? Since my character in this specific situation is a blood hunter. You know what I mean, and then the end is up to his discretion to be all like, "Well, you know, you probably uh, read a book about werewolves mm-hmm. or two, blah blah." You know, this one specific piece of detail. It doesn't have to be the whole freaking
2: thing. right, right.
1: And, and 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 there there is there is leeway in for metagaming. I'm you know I'm <laughs> not saying that your characters are completely oblivious to everything that's going on, but like the most classic right. example would probably be besides the werewolf would probably be like a troll, and you know it's it it it's common knowledge amongst players that trolls are weak to fire. They don't get the regeneration from it. And because trolls are not uncommon in the world of D and D, it would probably be pretty common knowledge, at least amongst those, you know, that, that have taken up a sword or what, what have you like, they would know, Hey, trolls are weak against fire. So that, you know, it would right. probably be like, like, you know, adventuring one one kind of a deal, but
0: and not so much Adventure One on one, but like if you think about it in this world, trolls are kind of like one of the monsters that are most common closest to the main road, I guess you could say. You know, like travelers, you know, uh um <clears throat> traders just going by the road, like, oh we were attacked by a troll. You know, that's like the classic, mm-hmm. like bare beginnings of this um of this world. So most people would know. It's kind of like in the real world when you know that um uh I don't know, it would be a good example with uh with snakes. Uh garden snakes, they're not poisonous. You know, like it's it's one of those things. So in that case, yeah. it it will be fine. But like, if you see a red dragon, you're like, oh, well, that red dragon has this and this and this, if, and it's gonna do this. If and you this see thing. a
1: red dragon, that's that's gonna be akin to seeing a god in flesh yeah. when you're level one. So
0: <laughs> exactly. But yeah,
1: I mean, I mean, it, that was a perfect real world example because we have a rhyme which I forget right now, but we have a rhyme to remember which snakes are poisonous and which aren't. So the, right. it, it would it would totally. I mean it it would make perfect sense for me that there would be something akin to that in D and D. Yeah. But going back going going back a little bit further, um, to the empanada situation, there you you guys were like asking like, Oh, do you have artwork for this character? I'm like, No, I don't And the reason why is because I knew the second I showed you that artwork, they'd be like, "No, this person is evil because it is literally like a like an (laughs) evil woman, like "Eh, eh, eh," like cackling over some meat pies." And I'm like, I'm like, if I show them this, it's going to tip off that she's evil. And like, and like, I know I'm not trying to be antagonistic here, but I'm just trying to play the part that she would be doing, where she's a shit. uh, uh, She's essentially tricking people into eating these pies. So I'm like, I'm like, I. I want to give as little information as possible regarding that. Yeah. You know, but but right. But,
0: but that one, that one was also hard to sell. And I can't go back to the meat, but the, <laughs> the empanada situation, that's what it's going to be called now. Uh, the game didn't also give you a lot of tools to make it non uh, suspicious no. because the whole, the whole town is desolated mm-hmm. run down is Barovia, Fair. like the village of Barovia. You know, like, everybody's, like, an asshole. Everybody's, like, half dead. And, it, and then there's, like, this nice old lady with a cart selling meat pies. Like, how just, suspicious just is that? Just a little
1: old lady with with just wheels a cart and through a choking fog that you can't see through. Yep. We're talking Silent Hills levels of fog. It's like, oh, we can have some pies. Like, yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> fuck no, lady. <laughs> Get the hell away. Yep. But, again... You know it, that's kind. Of, that's kind of the gray area where uh, where metagaming is concerned.
0: So, to clarify, how do you avoid metagaming?
1: You just gotta constantly. You gotta constantly ask yourself: Would my character know this? And that's why. That's why you have things like a backstory, and you have like these skills and stuff like that. And so, so for so for like your characters in curse of Strahd, you would know things about undead and stuff like that particularly you and small jacks pr- probably because you studied the undead you were like investigators and stuff like that and you were trained monster hunters but let's just say it's just like a normal like level again going back to level one and 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 your your backstory is that you just you know, i just want to be an adventurer one day like you wouldn't know those things that Vesemir would as a level ten, <laughs> like adventurer, and and that's where that's where like your skills kind of come in handy. Where you'd be like, hey, I have a really good history check. Like, would my history check tell me something about the architecture of this place that would kind of give me like a little bit of clues on like what kind of traps to expect? Because oh, it's a Yuanti temple. Naturally, it's going to be. I don't know snake pits or some shit <laughs> whatever whatever that yeah. you want to yeah. use <laughs> <laughs> you know so that's so yeah it best would we'll not be happy but, fighting no but that doesn't stop that you want no, to. <laughs> that's, that's, like, that
0: yeah right uh, but like you, like you said like i feel like that's an excellent opportunity because like one big thing about especially for a group is that the falls to the side is role playing mm-hmm. because for the most part, when we think of playing, we think of like, Oh, I am the hero of whatever Mm -hmm. I am here for in voices and all that stuff. But it doesn't necessarily just mean that it also means what you just said. It means that as you are adventuring, you can ask those questions like, Hey, have I seen this before? Hey, my character is an acolyte. Would he know what this is? Or like, I have skills in medicine. Uh, could I identify the wounds on these things? And that those are the moments that you have to think specific, because I feel like a lot of people expect the, the DM to know that all mm-hmm. the time. And unless you're Matt Mercer, you don't. No. Like half of the time when I'm DMing, I don't know what your characters can and cannot do. You, for you have
1: people. to remember the DM probably has a nine to five job, just like everybody else. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so like, no, no, knowing your characters, the skills you have, the background you have, it could help you improve. Like the whole thing with uh, Vesemir, I ask, cause the whole Vesemir and Rukhavio thing. You mentioned that he's a hero from from the books that Vesemir read. I never child. said he was a hero. <laughs> I,
1: just, I, I, blo- I just, I just said he literally wrote I, the book on monster the, hunting.
0: Exactly, you took
1: exactly. it that he was a hero, then you got disappointed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he was, he was my hero, and he disappointed me. Never meet your heroes, <laughs> but yeah, exactly. There you go. Role playing, like when 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 we introduce that character. That was one of the things that my character uh, Vesemir asked, and not just that, but he gave me a little bit of knowledge. Asking those questions about like vampires and like some of the creatures in Barovia and stuff like that, because he wrote the book on killing monsters, and I was I was a monster hunter, so like you know what I mean. And and for the wizard and for like the warlock and for the, the you know the cleric, all of those like you have to always keep in mind, you know your character the best your dm might know what he what your character can mm-hmm. do because of uh, depending on the certain things that you do all the time through repetition but that might be like skills that you haven't even used you just have to like look at them just like hey would my character know can i make a role on this because my character is proficient in it will he will he understand this secret uh scripture or like this book that looks weird yeah you know what i mean there's and that that is another way of role playing it's not necessarily just, and it's
1: not and, and it, it would it that's a way to kind of justify like your metagaming. So it would so exactly. it would be like you know you come across some like spell effect like some somebody's under the effect of a spell, and the players know what it is. You know they it, they they've seen this before countless times. But the wizard's like, hey, can I use my art my arcana check to see if I can determine what this is? Well, they wrote they rolled poorly. No, unfortunately, you don't. You you're you know it's magic, but you don't quite know what it is. Okay, that's when the moment's like, all right, we don't know, quote unquote. Here's the air quotes. <laughs> we don't know yeah. what happened, so we're just gonna have to kind of like maybe there's clues, like context clues, like around the area. That's when we do like a LA noir style yeah. thing, and and yeah. but and the reason why the reason why it's so important to not metagame is because on one end of the spectrum it's it's kind of like lighthearted like oh haha yeah it, it, you know it's like it's like uh whatever. i can't think of anything lighthearted at the moment but you know give me a second <laughs> like, well <laughs> it's very it's very
0: tough at yeah. right
1: now. <laughs> i know this year's been rough <laughs> I, can't, I can't be
2: lighthearted about anything.
1: <laughs> but it's like but it, it they're like like the least offensive part of them is that you know this item does not cost as much and this guy is trying to like be a shyster and stuff like that. But the right. most offensive part is pretty much cheating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, that's, and that's where you're like nope, this guy is petrified. There's probably a Medusa around here so we gotta look for blah blah blah. Like, hold on, hold on, hold on a second. <laughs> that's like half the adventure. That was like three sessions that you were supposed to you know.
0: Right. And right. And no, exactly, and that's why you have to like know, like constantly, in my mind, I'm always asking that, like, does Vesemir does, and I, sometimes I slip, sometimes I I don't do that because hit of the moment or whatever, but like it's a thing you have to mm-hmm. do as a as a player on a role playing
1: right. game and it's and it's difficult, but you just have to remember, it Dungeons and Dragons is not a game that you win, quote unquote. It's right. it's supposed to be like a like a storytelling experience where you know, the DM gives you something, and you build on top of that, and the DM builds on top of that, blah, blah, blah. And you have, like, this, like, sort of, like, experiment thing going on. So I'm not saying, like, just go along with everything, but if, like, the DM is like, hey, here are some, like, breadcrumbs, you know, it. it uh, uh, what I'm trying to get at is that metagaming can really... It can it can really like deflate a lot of gaming if you're if you're like super like critical about metagaming and whatnot and like like really like into it kind of a deal like what what's like like you're constantly using it in your games. Uh, in-
0: involved now. Uh,
1: like if you if if you're in a party where there's one player that's aggressively metagaming and the DM is not calling them out on it or none of the players are calling them out on it and they just kind of roll with it, you're going to, like, a lot of your games are going to lose a lot of their merit and stuff like that because a a lot, at least for me, a lot of the enjoyment is kind of the growth and, uh, like, the growth of my characters and watching them, (laughs) like, kind of fail sometimes and watching them succeed in others. You know, it's just sort of, it's not, It's most of the time it's not the destination, it's the journey, you know? So, right, right. And I, and I feel like metagaming is like a shortcut through that, d- sometimes.
0: Exactly, because like, it, I feel like the, the the DM is already working on a piece of story or whatever it is. Um, that it, Like you said earlier with the Medusa example, um, why are you just going to like assume that it's a Medusa already? Maybe it's a petrification spell by a wizard yeah. somewhere. You know what I mean? Like you're jumping you're jumping to a conclusion, harming your your story and their story. Right. And you never know, maybe the DM is just kinda of like, oh fuck you, well it's just a statue yeah, now. Exactly.
1: <laughs> well that's that that's when that's when the DM starts metagaming.
0: <laughs> that's, and true. That's, that's true. Well, you're telling me that you're telling me that Dungeon Masters can metagame?
1: <laughs> dungeon Masters can I'm not saying they probably should, but they can <laughs> metagame. <laughs> and the only reason why I'm saying that and they are the well, game. Well yeah <laughs> Well, I mean the only reason why I'm saying that is because if if you if if your characters have if the characters have a certain set of skills and the only thing you have lined up are enemies that are gonna be plowed right through by these characters. Like where's the challenge in that? Where's the fun in that? To me to me challenge equals fun. I like earning <laughs> that good ending you know yeah and so and so yeah you know you can i'm not saying you should be like super antagonistic about it but say for example your characters are doing a lot of like a certain type of damage like your characters for whatever reason your characters are doing a lot of cold damage well here's an enemy that's resistant the cold damage so deal with (laughs) it you
0: know (laughs) but is that but is that is that really metagaming or is that just like adjusting the game based on
1: well it it would it would be metagaming if it was a like a like a published adventure and that monster Mm. was not in there and you like plucked them from like volo's guide and plopped them into the adventure because you knew like haha this would you know this will show them i'll get you this time (laughs) or if (laughs)
0: Or if like the whole the whole freaking game takes player part in like a cold area with snow, and then all of a sudden there's a fire giant yeah. that
1: shows up. Just wait, wait, what? Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, because everybody everybody doing fire damage, everything right. that's you know cold and whatever, and then the fire just fucking them. The fire giant's like, ha-ha, put up.
1: <laughs> this would be the last place yeah. you expect me.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've been planning this my whole life. Uh, well, with all this being said, is there acceptable ways of metagame? I think, or forms of metagame,
1: probably the most acceptable way to metagame would be like, hey, ask your DM. Hey, would my character know this? Or can I make a roll for X skill to like figure out what this is or something like that? Because like you're like, (laughs) and and you you just really have to restrain yourself. It's a lot of restraint. Yeah, but you just and. And if it's included in your backstory, which is why it's important to build a good fucking backstory. (laughs) (laughs) If it's included in your backstory, then the DM might be like, Hey, you know, go ahead and roll that. But with advantage, because you're knowledgeable against necromancy spells or what have you. So it's just like the, that's, that's, that's also a good mechanical reason as to why you want to build a solid backstory. Don't, don't do the seven page biography. (laughs) <laughs> you know just kind of include hey this person studied under this wizard and he was really good at abjuration. so maybe i maybe i know a thing or two about abjuration magic blah 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 you know kind of a thing um i don't know can you think of any acceptable forms of metagaming
0: uh i think i think that's the biggest one uh only because it, it could it, it helps improve the narrative of the game mmm does that make yeah. sense like, like you know what you just said because like if you're just based it off like can i do an investigation check 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 like that that, that just gets boring like no you know having a good backstory and, and bringing that into play the, the dm will be very happy to dms we are dungeon masters are not against metagaming 100 no. percent. like we like that you think about this kind of stuff but you have to justify why you want to bring that right. into the game. And these are perfect moments to like bring that up. You know, like, Hey, my character once saw a red dragon fly above the sky. Can he recognize this one? Uh, yeah. But, I
1: mean, why, you know, like, or, or something It's like, Hey, I grew up in a swamp. Would I recognize the tracks of a black dragon? Probably. I mean, yeah. I mean, I certainly hope not, but you never know. <laughs> you know roll me a nature <laughs> check to see if you do. And, right. and, 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 and again, it, like, i I want to reiterate what Jose said we're not against meta gaming d m should not be against meta gaming only to the point where it doesn't ruin the game <laughs> right. once it starts, once right, it right. starts impeding on people's fun, that's when all right that's that and and there there were a couple of times where you had to say it, and I had to say it a couple of sessions where hey, you don't know that
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. So. and 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 it's um it's, what's it called it's um oh, that's my turn of thought anyways but yes we're not against metagaming it, it can improve the story it can it can change things up for characters and for the narrative itself and it, and, and, um, and it, it
1: might make it might make things fun for the characters because like yeah. it's like okay yeah. we're in this we're <laughs> we're in this monstrous cave there's like signs of like an, uh uh not evisceration what's the word like 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 Federation? like beholder magic you know like like here's ah. a petrified guy here's a dude that was disintegrated okay i'm gonna roll a, an arcane check to see if i know what this is i failed Fuck. okay i know it's a beholder but the rest of us don't oh god <laughs>
2: <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> it's...
0: yeah exactly and like that reminds me a lot of like uh, the tomb of the nine gods is a section where the beholder By the way a section that you missed um and the whole area had, like, the, the spores that beholders leave in their lairs with the eyeballs mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And Howard immediately said, oh, this is a beholder. Uh, a beholder you don't know that. Yeah, but you don't know you that. Don't, <laughs> you yeah. weren't supposed to do that. <laughs> <laughs> you were supposed to. That's illegal. Um, but right after you gotta that. you got to call the d like, police on you. <laughs> but to be, well, to be fair, he did uh, roleplay well on the fact that, like, oh, I'm going to investigate this spore because it looks right. very interesting since... You know, he was a, was he a
1: wizard? I believe time? he was a wizard, which, I mean, which, which would make yeah. sense. He would know, he would probably know things about ab- ab- aberrations and stuff like that. Yeah. And again, it really all boils down to, as long as you can role play well enough to justify it, you could probably get away with some yeah. gaming.
0: Yeah, because there's there's no way to get away, away from 100% no. metagaming. There's yeah. no way. You just have knowledge, you know, especially for us DMs that play. Talking about that, That's. how about players? How about players that come from other campaigns? or have played different campaigns and bring that knowledge into the new campaign.
1: that's the heart, but probably that's one of the hardest things to not do besides being a DM and then becoming a player in somebody else's campaign. Yeah. And yeah. Okay. So a very good example is that you're in obviously the last dungeon. There's thunder out and like, you know, like the, <laughs> the, the sun's gone dark and like a whole bunch of like menacing shit's happening. And you come across something that's like really suspicious and immediately everyone's like, Nope, that's a trap. And you're like, You don't know that <laughs> 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 You've never encountered this thing before. You only know that because because you pulled the wrong lever in Tomb of the Nine Gods and you got sent into the crocodile pit. <laughs> so,
0: <laughs> and I just wanna say for everybody in our group. Um, a little bit of backstory like, I think people get like one of the running jokes right now is that Vesemir is like touching and poking everything (coughs) in the freaking castle. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, And they're like, why? Like uh, Heather specifically, her warlock is like, why do you keep doing this? (laughs) She took up smoking because of you. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) She is the warlock. She's the only good one, by the way. Anyways. But the reason why I do that is not that I don't know that there's no, there's traps there. Like I, definitely knows that it's more likely a trap it's more likely something that's gonna harm me but when talaxia the rogue rolls a low on a trap check or an investigation right. check people are like oh well i'm not gonna go because it's it's, it's it's a low check it's like no the low check means that you think yeah exactly
1: she she she, she rolled sh- a bad investigation check so she's like yeah yeah you know we're good
0: <laughs> yeah and, and it's not like anything against talaxia that's not that's not the thing like Vesamir trusted to Lacta because she's been doing this for a while. That's like what her yeah. job is, right? Yeah, like, you're like, right. you're,
1: you're like, oh, yeah, she's the rogue. She knows what she's fucking talking about. And you just walk right into the <laughs> trap. <laughs> and
0: then I walk right into the trap, which, like, it pissed me off a little bit, obviously, because, like, it took a lot of health mm. and stuff. But, like, I didn't bitch about it. I was like, is there anything down here? And then there was, like, a dead butt. It was like, I up <laughs> <laughs> That was so great. <laughs> I'm gonna,
1: I'm gonna, (laughs) I'm gonna something out of this, damn it!
0: (laughs) And then after that, vesemir didn't trust Alexia for a while, and and like you know, I kept bringing it up during gameplay. And I really hope that Erin doesn't think that I was picking Mm. on her, because like I kept saying, like I don't trust you anymore. (laughs) Like you're going in front of me now. (laughs) But that's, but it's because like now that my character knows that Alexia lies sometimes or doesn't know. Like he's just not gonna trust
1: to, her. To be fair, however, to be fair, if you did want to justify metagaming, you need to keep in mind that the first, the first two times there there was a trap. She failed in her investigation check, and she's like, "There's no traps here." And then like got like poison needles like in the eyes and stuff like that. I mean, so if you really wanted to, you could probably swing
0: that. <laughs> right, right. But but that's what I'm saying, like it, it led up to like fun, ridiculous stories of like Bessamir having this like small grudge against Alexa for into a trap. And like, you know, again, once again, like people like I know that Heather gets pissed off because I'm always like activating everything. I think she's but, getting
1: like, pissed off because like we have to use our spell slots to cure you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I didn't ask for your help. <laughs> Anyways. But the thing is, like, my character got two flaws from, like, Dark Gifts. It was like, he wants pattern, uh, power no matter what, and life is pointless, and I, w- I welcome death. So, like, what the fuck is he going to do when he sees an obviously magical item laying right there? He's just going to go for
1: you're, it. you're like, fuck it. I don't care. This thing kills me. If I, As long as I get to feel powerful for that .1 second that I'm still alive, <laughs> then that's fine. Because, like...
0: As a player, I know that my character can die any minute with these flaws. As a player. But my character, he's gonna do that regardless, you know? And then when he tries not to because he doesn't wanna get hurt, you know, because self preservation right. and all that, my brain as a player is like, wait a minute. It, he doesn't care about that. He's okay yeah, with that. <laughs> you know? And then the worst part is like, when there's like the item is right there, nobody wants to touch it. I just imagine Vesemir is itching to, like, <laughs>
1: touch like, tapping yeah, his he's just, like He's just, like, sitting there, like, like rubbing the legs of his pants. Like, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> is no going to go for it? All right, fuck it. I'm going to go for it.
0: <laughs> that's, that's pretty much my whole character.
1: <laughs> Worth
2: it.
0: <laughs> I love my character. I love how he came. He went from, what, a chaotic, new, chaotic good, uh... Being chaotic, evil, and then having the flaws of power over anything, and uh, and and death, and like oh, talking about meta gaming, uh, the thing with the dark gift, with the vampire dark gift, spoilers. Mm-hmm. Quote, right? Um, I had to think really hard on how to justify that to not kill <laughs> Richtavio at the moment and become a vampire. Right. Like my brain hurt after that because I was like, how the fuck? Because I, my, as a player, I didn't want to do it but my character sure enough was going to do it. But like how do I justify it and I came up with a whole thing like oh I want to be powerful, I don't want to be a slave. Oh.
1: Yeah, it was a really like anyway. long like roundabout way. I'm like all right, fine, just break the goddamn stone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, yeah, we know. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but pretty much but, yeah, man, and, Jesus and, Christ. And again, I think I think a lot of people I think metagaming can kind of break down into like two, maybe three categories of players, and that is one of them is they can't help but metagame. Like, oh shit, I know this, and they just like blurt it out, kind of a thing. Yeah, blurt
0: out. I fall into And that's them. fine.
1: That's like the that's like the most innocent of the of the three categories. And then there's the second one where it's like the self preservation thing, where it's like I don't want my character to die. I have grown, like I like maybe. Maybe you've like not gotten close to them, but like you've grown attached to them. That's what I'm going to say you've grown attached to them, and like I don't want my character to die. I'm pretty invested in them, yeah. so I'm going to take any route I can to not have them come to harm. And then the third one's I'm going to win D D. Fuck you if you say that.
0: <laughs> I went in D and and it was a mess. <laughs>
1: Yeah, no. The third the third one's the most egregious. That's that that's for people that yeah. steal the
0: DM's notes and then come back and try to play it off.
1: Justin, fuck you. Uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, and like that's that's the hard thing because like I don't want Vesemir to die. Like I love his character and the way like how far he's come. He's had he's like, had
1: a real fucking bad shift. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking like complete 180. Yeah. And again, keep in mind, you guys have only been like Baroque for like a long week.
2: I <laughs> so, know. It's it's
1: it's been a very long week. Like long. like you haven't even reached like payday Friday yet for like your
0: character. <laughs> Yeah. But that's that's what like dude, I'm constantly, constantly, constantly thinking like that's my guy to know this. And sometimes like, I fucking slip and I let it God, I let it slip anyways. Mm-hmm. You know? So metagaming is not it's not something you can always avoid, but you have to be right. aware of
1: it. You're not you're never gonna get it down to zero, but you do have to try or well, I mean, it, you do have to try really hard to get it to that point. And yeah. And you just just have to constantly keep asking yourself, does my the character know this, you know, or can my character know this kind of thing? And yeah. it, it it might it might role play into like some really funny things. Where,
2: yeah, exactly. You
0: know, where, and, and, and so far I haven't done It's, <laughs> like, where
1: it's like, oh, I'm going to roll. ai don't know, an intelligence check to see if this is a trap. And there's like a dead body, like like hung up on like on like on, like a spear that didn't like retract to the roof. You're like, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> you just,
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know. but you have to roll You have to go with it. Like,
0: right. you know what I mean? You can't be like, like maybe 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 another player would be like, no 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 yeah, no. Yeah, exactly. Do but like you as you your character who failed a role needs to go through with it because for him in his mind. It's perfectly. I lonely. mean,
1: the classic is a, a, a very good classic example. That would be, like, like you know, you, you come across you come across an obvious spike pit trap. There's like leaves on the ground and shit. And
0: <laughs> team rocket. Yeah,
1: yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, there's like a tarp. <laughs> and and, our, and like and the DM says, okay, give me an investigation check to see if it's or a perception check to see if it's a trap, and. The rogue rolls good, the cleric rolls good, but everyone else rolls bad. And so, as so everyone's like, "Oh, there's no trap here," <laughs> just keep walking. <laughs> and now it's up to the other two guys to not get them into the bungee pit. <laughs>
0: exactly. Those are moments. Those are moments I live for, man. This <laughs> <it's like> silly <laughs> shenanigans based and on It's like, no, oh, damn it, no. <laughs> and now, like the whole freaking. I love the fact that the whole party, like every time somebody's in trouble with me, they they call everybody's name except for mine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like when he does... Like, oh no, best of me, I want to show oh, you. Oh no.
1: it <laughs> has got to the point where, like, he can take care of himself, he's fine.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> he can either take care of himself, or he got himself into this mess, he's fine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, which, it's funny, because like... <clears throat> When I first started doing all that bullshit, I fucking hated it. I hated it because I know all this stuff. My previous character could justify the fact of not touching that or not mm-hmm. stepping into this, being more cautious. But the new character, just like the new uh, um, alignment and the new flaws and everything, does, he does not give a shit. Well, and, 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 and even on top of that, even
1: before the whole like flaws and stuff like that, your character was like super curious about dead things. So, hey, if there's a dead body attached to that wall... And you're not you're not going to be like worried about the spike that's jutting through its eyeball. You're just going to be like, hey, let's, <laughs> let's see what that let's see what that dead body's all about.
0: <laughs> exactly. So, that was the chaotic part. But even then, like I could justify like, oh well, well I'm going to take a sketch from this this, and I'm not going to touch it. But now I'm like, oh, I'm going to poke it to see like you know what 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 the consistency of this skin it, is. <laughs> it got
1: this far. It's got anything good on
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And that was like. And, and, and I don't know if this is, like, a level of metagaming that's, like, even more meta than the metagaming, but, like, one thing I hugely struggle with this time around was the harsh switch in alignment. Mm. And this is, I call this, I guess it falls into, like, a pseudo-metagaming situation because as a player, and not just role-playing player, but, like, video game player, like, anything, I've always been, like, when there's a good or bad path, I always take the good path because I like the shiny white armor. You know, like, when there's decisions, I take the good decision because I want to be the heroic, blah, blah, blah. Also, you know, like, that's <laughs> also always been I don't want to make the NPC sad. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. And, like, for me, it's always been that way. Like, you know, like, oh, kill or spare. Oh, I'll spare him, you know, because I'm a good guy, blah, blah, blah. That's always been my thing ever since ever. Like, always. Every time I try to play a bad character, it ends up switching to a good mm-hmm. character eventually. You know, it's always been me. So switching to having to role-play a um, evil-aligned character, a chaotic evil too, not even just like a lawful evil, but a chaotic evil, complete switch. And the whole time I'm playing it, I know it sounds like, for the most part, it sounds spontaneous when I say stuff like, oh yeah, I'm going to go follow him and kill him. But like, it's not. Like In my brain, I'm just kind of like, I don't want to kill this guy, but what would my character do? Well, he picked up an axe against us. He didn't use it, but he still picked up an, act, an axe against us. So I'm gonna go follow him and kill him. Are you talking? I talking about when you like, murdered Emil in cold blood. I murdered like three people already in cold blood, you know. But like, this fucker looked at me wrong. Like that's what I do. <laughs> this you know what I mean? Looked at me wrong. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta to, you got to you got to lean into your your role play opportunities. Right. You know, I when you told me to just go for the chaotic evil and just like have fun with it. I took that to heart. I was like,
1: yeah, fine. Man, that's like top 10 on my list of regrets. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like <laughs> in my life. <laughs> but like, but like another another uh, good example of bad meta gaming was actually from Tomb of the Nine Gods when we were in that like that, that was like weird like underwater, not underwater, underground harbor part and there was an abalah that was talking to us. And I just went immediately. Nope, guys, we need to leave. <laughs> Let's get the fuck out. And because I knew, I knew as a DM and as a player what an Abilith can do, my character probably did not. And I sincerely, sincerely regretted that because that could have been some wacky shit. <laughs> 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 and, it's, and it's moments like that that can kind of deflate a game. And that's what you kind of,
0: gotta, gotta kind of look out for. It, it would have been a lot more tense for sure if you guys would like engage him in conversation. <laughs> I know, I know,
1: and I and like and it was like immediately like the session after that. I'm like, oh, I shouldn't have done that.
0: But it's, <laughs> it, it's fine, you know why? Because because that that area was such a fucking pain to like mechanically run. Mm. So I was kind of happy that you took that away from me because I didn't want to deal with that. Remember, because it was like a bunch of like gear rooms that had to like spin right. depending on how you activated how how you activated certain like. Um, levers and stuff like it was really hard to like keep track of all that already even with roll 20 so like I'm like okay it's fine don't like, don't talk to this <laughs> do. you're
1: you doing me a favor <laughs> yeah thanks man <laughs> I appreciate it <laughs> thanks man hey, like, you slide me a 20 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no but you know I'm, I'm just saying like uh, uh, for there have been some moments and I don't I can't recall right now any times that's happened but there have been some moments where like players had game, and i was just like mm, right. <laughs> you know and like i'm not and I'm, I'm not saying it's like ruined the game for me but it's like okay well you know we you missed out on some fun there you know
2: yeah so uh,
0: out, of, out of curiosity because i know you we we both said it a couple times and, <laughs> out, of, in, 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 <laughs> out of
1: curiosity who's the worst metagamer in our group well <laughs> <laughs> stay tuned to find out <laughs> on part
0: two <laughs> anyways part two and then the title is the like, <laughs> <laughs> just all caps <laughs> <laughs> the worst metagamer fam. Uh, <laughs> um how would you how would you deal with this as a dm and as a player actually like do you have like any like guidelines for new dms or just experienced dm
1: with just- what exactly
0: with metagaming. That just I think like with when when players metagame, like is there a way to just step one through three or how to like deal with that bullshit?
1: I mean, okay, so if if you're a DM and one of your players is obviously metagaming or or not even obviously metagaming, but something like that, you I'm not saying call them out on it, like, you know, be like, Hey, you, stop that. You know, but be like, hey, does your character know this? Or kind of a thing. Mm. Or
0: That's an excellent question to use every yes. time.
1: And and, or, you can, if you want to be, like, even, like, more subtle and, like, less, what's the word, confrontational about it, you can kind of lean into, like, what their character is. So, like, for example, like, if you're you're tracking, like, a green dragon through a forest or something like that, and the ranger is metagaming about this, and, or, you know, you can kind of detect that the ranger is metagaming about this, and you'd be like, hey, does your ranger have, like, a good nature check? Maybe they can roll and find out exactly what you know or what the ranger would know about that kind of a thing so that way it kind of it kind of like says to the player hey here is how you can justify you knowing what you want your character to know you know so i mean and and there i mean but there are unfortunately there's just going to be some moments where you just have to call them out on that. <laughs> you know, yeah. when, when, when it gets to the point that like you're in an ancient temple that has not been seen by the eyes of man for 2000 years and they obviously know where all the traps are. You're like, okay, dude, come on. You know, That's when you got to pull them aside. <laughs> yeah. So
0: I can, yeah, I can see that. I think, I, I think a good stern, Hey, your character doesn't know that it's mm-hmm. as far as I go, I won't be like, come on, bro. What the fuck? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like,
1: I mean, that, I don't think
0: what I was going to say. I don't think anybody in our group is like that no. bad, you know, like we all metagame, a game, but we, we, for the most part, we try to like keep it to a right.
1: And I mean, and, and nine times out of 10, the metagaming is just like inconsequential stupid stuff. Like, like yeah, I, I know for true. a fact a potion of healing is not three hundred gold. You are trying to like screw me out of some gold, <laughs> my friend. <laughs> you know, but 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 then but then there are some times where it's like, oh, this is obviously a trap. Like, well, how would you know that? You've never came across something like this before. You know, kind of a deal. So
0: yeah, I think I think personally, I me as a DM will have to like, because I do that too. Like I fall into the other DMing. They're they're meta but I'm also metagaming. because yeah, obviously this is a trap. So they know that this is a trap. Mm-hmm. But like. I just step back and be like, "Well, wait, hold on. Like, just because you say that you know it's a trap, and I know that it's a trap, and we both know that it's a trap, doesn't mean that your character knows it's a trap." Also,
1: oh, that actually reminds me of something. Also, keep in mind, what your character knows is not what the other characters know. So true. So 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 for uh, going back to the ranger ranger going after the green dragon thing, like the ranger uh, finds like the tracks and the marks of the green dragon. And rolls a really good nature check and finds out it's an adult green dragon. And they're like level three at this point. They are no match for a for a, a, a an adult green dragon. The DM tells the ranger, hey, you know it's an adult green dragon. And then the ranger's like, Oh, okay. But then like the sorcerer's like, Oh shit, it's an adult green dragon. We need to get out you I know, mean, we need to get the hell out of here. And then, no 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 no. The ranger knows it's an adult so yes. so now so yes. now the ball is in their court if they <laughs> want to give out that information.
0: Yep. Yeah. You know. Yep. No, I 100% agree with that because I find myself doing that too. You know, you're playing, you playing, you, especially when you're playing. I guess in Droll Toy now has like the 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 whisper thing that you did the right. one time, but
1: that's still so that can, still kind of ticks some like 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 that that that'll tip people off. Like, hey, he's doing the whisper thing. There's some suspicious shit going on.
0: <laughs> right. No, exactly. But at least at least there's that tool. But when you're playing on the tabletop everybody's gonna hear there's not like unless you pass like a note or something but like that looks sketchy as shit right so like i guess yeah no you're right that's 100 because like we got split last time too and when we got split when the party got split we we both did a pretty good job about like you know not knowing what's going group on group a didn't know what group B was doing um, like, it was it, fine, was, it you know?
1: was a team and gold team oh uh, i'm sorry <laughs>
0: okay. a team and gold team <laughs> which ate a team which was howard and i were just like chilling in the library (laughs) you were literally taking a nap (laughs) 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 but there's been time where like the party is like in two not necessarily like two completely different parts of the dungeon but like far apart enough for the characters not to be able to hear them hear each other where like we fall into the trap of like oh you found you found the room you were looking for and the other group is like okay we'll go over there you know like no no you don't know that like and, and, and that's something that the whole group has to like kind of acknowledge like right. oh we don't know what they're doing so we're gonna keep going in well, this direction like, like, for as for as and uh, for as backwards as it sounds and as, as it feels like you're doing wrong because you're doing wrong but that's part of the fun right. because if the other group gets in trouble in the treasure room you might be able to hear an explosion or a fight or something but it'll take you some time to get right. there and now the other group has to you know stand their ground until you get there with backup well i think so it can lead up to a lot of like really cool fun well, stuff. I think
1: I think like a really good classic example of that would be like that moment where you were stuck in the prison cell and then Strahd <laughs> shows up. And a an example of that an example of bad meta gaming would be Strahd shows up and you know and you and Stroud had the role initiative. Well, everyone else is like, oh shit, initiative. We need to get over to find him. Right. Like, well, hold on, hold on. You're dealing with this whole lantern hourglass situation. And just yeah. 20 minutes ago, you were saying, Oh, he's me he'll take care of himself. So, yeah. so what's up with these <laughs> like maternal instincts kicking in all of a sudden? <laughs> you know, I'm just
0: Call me mom, so I can pick up this <laughs> I can't, you're adopted. <laughs>
1: <laughs> There's a sketch like that, and I'm trying my damnedest to remember what it was because it's been stuck in the back of my mind for a while. And is it a is it a can peel or is I'm it not. A... Into... It might be a can peel, <laughs> but no. But like that would be an example of bad metagaming. Yeah. That didn't happen, but that would still be an example of bad metagaming. But an example of good metagaming was what you did, was where you were like <sighs> and stuff like that, and people had to roll <laughs> perception checks. Like, oh shit, I hear Vesemir screaming. <laughs>
0: Which involuntarily, that has been Vesemir's secret weapon this whole time. <laughs> because if you remember back to the, the the Baron's mansion or whatever the hell in uh, valaki when we first were like sneaking around <laughs> and like we went downstairs <laughs> <laughs> and we found the Baron and you know like we were in trouble and, and <laughs> Vesemir just started screaming was like, "Oh, Baron, it's you!" I am here where you left us. Why are you talking so loud? <laughs> I am a nervous person. I have to, like, role play that. It's
1: a nervous tick. I have to talk into the
0: doorway, facing the stairs. <laughs> but then people roll really high perceptions, and they heard me screaming the exact instructions of what I was saying. Right.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's, that's that's a way to get around metagaming. It's, right. it's stupid, like, 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 but it works. <laughs> But it,
0: it, made, it made for a great start. It did. And, that's, and, <laughs> and now I, a character flaw or perk that I have?
1: <laughs> if we ever hear Vesmer screaming, that's when bad shit's happening. <laughs> if, when he's quiet, that's fine. <laughs>
0: They're going to put a little bell on my neck. Click, 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 click. To see what I'm
1: doing. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Vesemir's been quiet for too long. Something's up. <laughs> But yeah, that's that that that's a that's a an excellent way to get around metagaming.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it leads to like the whole thing. Like we're not against metagaming; it's just making it part of the story. <laughs> like right.
1: it's fun, right? It, it really it's it's how how best can you justify it into the game? That you know, mm-hmm. at the end of the day. <laughs> so
0: and and yeah, you know, like obviously the whole table knows what's happening. It's like. You know, you can't you can't be like role playing but, in real life and expect everybody but, else to. But like, again, that's half the
1: fun. <laughs> it's like, maybe yeah. like, 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 like <laughs> Vesemir squaring off against the final boss in a five by five room. <laughs> Meanwhile, the rest of the group's like, what does this stone do? <laughs> and they're just yeah. like, <laughs> like twenty feet away, and they're like in the background, you're like. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, like <laughs>
0: so yeah you know it's shit like that <laughs> <laughs> oh man there you go good metagaming bad metagaming metagaming happens all the time i think everybody is constantly metagaming it's just really about how to in- how to make it part of the right. story in a fun and interesting way that's the challenge that's the role you're not going
1: to get 100 percent away from it but you do it is up to you to kind of keep it down as far as you can
0: so. right right don't be a dick don't be the whole like oh you know uh, this, this, this. We, we've gone through all the hallways. This is obviously the main one because it has whatever, you know, like I've seen this before or like none of that bullshit. And like, you always remember, like, yes, you've played three, four campaigns before, but this is a brand new campaign. Your character hasn't seen what your other characters have mm-hmm. seen, you know? So, like, always keep that stuff in mind and just some of the best parts, some of the best moments I've had in D&D are because we're metagaming hard but we try to make it part of the story in the most ridiculous way
1: possible <laughs> just tried their best to justify it <laughs> yeah <laughs> and for the most part the DM is always like yeah okay <laughs> yeah my my uncle was an expert trap maker I know all about these kinds of things what <laughs> that's not he was a trap
0: maker for the S
1: <laughs> that wasn't in your backstory it, it is now hold
0: on
2: a second <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh man. Shit. Well, with that uh Andrew, do you have any um crazy campaign highlights from the
1: last few sessions? Oh, there was one. Yes. Yes, the final roll the last session.
0: Oh my god.
1: <laughs> All right, you got to tell the okay. story. Okay. So, you guys are deep within the with within the uh the bowels of Castle Ravenloft and you're searching for Irina and you come across this big glowing crystal heart that's like pulsating and like it's eerie and shit like that and in the middle of it Irina is floating in the in like like kind of like like she's sleeping sort of a thing and it's not white yeah exactly thank you i, I was trying to think about and then all of a sudden everything just kind of pops off at once <laughs> there's a there's like a heavily armored dude with like a knight or like a with like a sword and he starts squaring off against you guys and then like all these like flying halberds start coming in, and vampires spawn, and like they're clearly trying to like protect the heart thing. Yeah, you fight, you you fight off the bad guys. You launch the knight off the fucking ledge, <laughs> and he falls. <laughs>
0: you gotta tell how though.
1: Okay, so the cleric, the, the the cleric is the one that's going toe to toe with him. Like 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 he like he got like face to face with him, and the cleric's like blindness, boom, and cast blindness on this guy. He goes blind, starts swinging around, and then, and then, like out of a fucking frat party, just like, just like, kneels down behind him and like gives Vesemir, who is like, who, who is like like, locked on like a fucking missile.
0: <laughs> He's flying, like, 50, 50 yeah. feet above the gives
1: Vesemir the thumbs up, and Vesemir just torpedoes this dude, knocks <laughs> him over the small jacks, and he plummets something like 600 feet. I'm like, there's no way this guy survived this. <laughs> Anyways, so you guys fight off the baddies. And 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 you guys are trying to come up with this plan, like, okay, we got to break this heart thing. You guys, you guys try to use some magic, but it didn't work. And you're like, okay, we're just gonna have to break this heart. We got a net. We're gonna have you, 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 like cover these four corners, kind of a thing. And 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 like
0: you're you're trying to do the the heart is the heart is floating like in the top of the tower, yeah, because it's a a spiral staircase and it just goes down straight like six hundred
1: feet. Oh yeah, wait, hold on. You guys set the net first, and then and then I think either Lilith or. Lilith was going to, or Lilith uh, told Rictavio to use dispel magic. I forget which one exactly. And yeah. he tried that, and it didn't work. And then Vesper is like, "Fuck it!" Drops the net and starts swinging. And Small like, hey, that's a good <laughs> idea too. Drops the net and starts swinging. And so now the net is pretty much worthless. <laughs> and 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 between that and you guys, and I think Lilith's shatter spell. I might be misremembering you guys no i think they just hit it with
0: like with a regular hit uh, uh, all right
1: okay well anyways you guys broke the heart and uh irena starts plummeting now keep in mind i looked this up beforehand because i'm like okay this is is probably what's gonna happen i looked up (laughs) beforehand i'm like falling speed 5e 500 feet per round holy shit (laughs) so so i said okay it's going to come down to one roll, and i i had to I had to iterate this as best as I can. One person makes a dex save, just one. I if I see if I see like five different rolls, I'm not going to count them. <laughs> <laughs> and, and they're like, okay, okay. It's got to be you, Taloxa. You're the best. You know, has got the best dex save. It's just like, okay, all right. And she hits it, and 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 we're all waiting with bated breath, and like roll twenty's been acting up this whole time, so it like it took it took like a good like five six seconds, and fucking natural twenty. It was like something like it was something like a thirty or some shit like that. Yeah, a natural twenty, and everyone's like, (laughs) (laughs)
0: Woo! ladies and gentlemen, we got (laughs) him." It's been it has been a while since. Everything came down to just one roll. And
1: it was dead quiet
0: while we were waiting for the <laughs> yeah. results of that roll. <laughs> oh, it was beautiful. And I had, like, the 3D dice on, so I looked at the dice rolling, uh-huh. and it legit did the thing with, like, it, in my head, it's slow motion into the 20. <laughs> and I'm like, yes! <laughs> so... It was
1: so... So epic. then, naturally, you guys saved Irena, and that was, like, literally the last minute of the, of that session. <laughs> So yeah,
0: it was good. It was it was it was so fucking epic. (laughs) It was so tense. And
1: it's moments like that. It's moments like it comes out of this one dice roll. Because if 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 she hadn't gotten that twenty, if she rolled badly, there she goes.
0: (laughs) Which I was like, holy shit, we killed Irina because I was I swear it was gonna be like, what was the DC that you had in mind? Just I'm gonna tell you, like I thought the DC that I thought you had in mind was like a twenty
1: five. My the DC I had in mind was fairly high. Like it wasn't it, it was okay. higher than a fifteen. <laughs> just, right. It was always my default DC. It was higher than a fifteen, but it wasn't quite as high as a twenty five. I wasn't Oh okay. Yeah, yeah. In my
0: in my head I was like, Oh dude, we, we fucked this up. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no,
1: no, no. I I, I want I wanted it to be something that's like it a really good role or or not even a really good role, but a good role would do it. But a bad role is, is like sure failure kind of a thing, you know? Right. And, right. Because it's like it, it, it's a dramatic moment, <laughs> you know? <Yeah. laughs> you got, you got to have these moments. You got, you got to have them. You got to have that tension.
0: It was, it was so good, dude. It was so fucking tense. <laughs> I'm so sad that Howard missed it, but like, oh, it was so good. Oh, uh, it did, My, what, what's uh, up? No, say so like mine actually was not, not from this session, but the session before. And I don't know why, but like, it stuck with me is when we found the chamber with that creepy lady, creepy girl.
2: Oh, <clears throat> Oh, yeah, yeah. And then we find, like,
0: secret door after secret door after secret door. And then it's, like, a hallway with statues. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) What the fucking statues? Like, I don't know if you meant it to be like that, but the statues were actually kind of friendly. I mean... (laughs) But Vesemir just straight up, annoys them the whole time, calls them by the wrong name, uh, doesn't take their their advice at all.
1: It it started out, because it was supposed to be, like it was supposed to be like oh these statues will answer yes or no questions kind of a thing and they might be right. lying blah 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 but it's just like hey you know what that's fine we you know we can have we, you know we we can have a little bit of fun with this but <laughs> i had to text you after the session i'm like you guys have this amazing ability to make people hate you <laughs> literally 30 seconds after they meet you i don't know how
0: because happened to us sir to the to the lich in the amber town <laughs> it's just like, and let's be honest let's be honest it's not it's not the group it's just your, don't try to sugarcoat your it. character is fucking annoying <laughs> like, i like to think it's, it's annoying in the best way possible <laughs> like, <'cause, laughs> all i remember is like we came back because we did like a loop and then like oh and like we saw the statues after we talked to them and everything and the guy was like the statue the the spirit inside the statue was like relief that we left because it was being so <laughs> yeah. But then we make we make a loop around <laughs> and then like and, I, and the investigator's like, oh look, our statue
2: friends. No <laughs> 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 hear still
0: Oh god damn it. <laughs> <laughs> that was so good. <laughs> Didn't I try Oh, what was the other thing? Because it, it was like a statue, right? Mm-hmm. And then it's like, (laughs) oh, and then he tried to pick him up. (laughs) He was like, he was like talking about like the castle and stuff. Like, he didn't know much about the castle. And my thought process inside my head is like, well, we can probably like take him with us. And then he'll tell us if it's correct or not. So I pick him up. And he's just like, what the hell are you doing? You pick him up. No, you're going to guide us through the castle. You pick him up, completely forgetting that, like,
1: almost every important NPC has said, yes, Castle Raveloff was built by Strahd after he, after yeah. he built them, after he conquered Barovia. And it was like, hey, here's a statue.
0: He must know everything about the castle. Yeah. <laughs> just, and then, I don't know what happened, but I put him back. But I put him back, like, like tilted to the tilted. side. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah oh and then the session after that we open another room that had two statues and i'm like oh our statue friends <laughs> and it was a fucking like a a a, a, a mass massive amount of rats yeah not sure, but like, he not <laughs> <right>? <laughs> oh god so like like everybody knew everybody knew that it was not the statues and again metagaming right? But like Vesemir is like, oh look, statues. It's like the statues back there so he just walks, it's like, our statue friends! And he just gets jumped by My, by my favorite
1: rats. part about that, first of all, the tidal wave of rats hitting Vesemir, but second of all, <laughs> all Small tracks dispatching these rats in the most disgusting <laughs> way possible. <laughs> just fucking scooping them up and eating them. No. <laughs> Like to the point that the other like members of the party were like dry heaving in the corner watching this,
0: and it was instantly too. Like, and it's not like he scooped them up with his hand; he was flying. Yeah. Like those what is the name of those a, birds that like a catch pelican? fish? A pelican. Pelican. <laughs> 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 yeah, because 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 he got like what second highest in the
1: initiative or something like that. So he just like yeah. he doesn't mean like, he probably didn't even like notice that you were being attacked. He just
0: like food, and he just like swore.
1: Oh god.
0: And everybody was like about to throw up. The best part is that like the rats makes us throw up, but not the dead bodies or the bones or like all the weird shit. Oh yeah, no no
1: no. You guys you guys came across like some seriously worse stuff, but no rats? No, that's my breaking point. No nah, no nah.
0: <laughs> Too far Try. <Strat. laughs> and then later on we go up the stairs <laughs> and then I like, open the door and it's like a bunch of like cats but like all Vesemir sees is like (laughs) darkness and like green eyes looking at him and he's just like
2: (laughs) yeah
1: you know what no that's (laughs) alright
0: and then who was it was it Talaxia or 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 Heather was just like why would you have the cats here if the rats are dusty (laughs) whoever designed this castle doesn't know anything (laughs) (laughs)
1: Castle
0: yeah, design. Oh my god. I love the fact that we're in the last fucking dungeon and we're still like just stumbling. Yeah, just it. goofing <laughs> off
1: and stuff like that.
0: It's Charizard's probably waiting for us and he's like, whatever he's yeah, saying. He's <laughs> just like, oh my god. Gonna yeah, just, <laughs> anyway, i gonna get? just. By the way, at this point, because of the way the party's treating me, I think I'm gonna join the <laughs> no. end. I mean, I mean, look at everything you've been doing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, just so you guys know, every time we kill somebody that or something that's been close to Strahd, like his horse, uh, his right hand man, Rehagin, mm-hmm. who was the other one? Because uh, I had three heads. <laughs> his boyfriend. Oh, and then. <laughs> his <huh>? boyfriend? <laughs> his boyfriend. So every time we kill one of those, I just decapitate them and I have their heads hanging on my belt. Yeah, you know, just
1: uh, fuck it, why not? <laughs> just.
0: I'm planning this once I see Straws like Strut, and he just like throw his the heads at him. Like, look what you did! I know.
1: Okay, so going back to the head thing, I like how I like how one of the very okay, your character does not take social cues apparently, because <laughs> one of the very first thing when you encounter the statue, you're like, oh yeah, we met him. Check out, look, look, here's his head. <laughs> he just yeah. immediately like shoved the severed head of Rhaadin in his face. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man, ah, uh, oh, it's been great. It's, <laughs> it's, it's been something. <laughs> it's been amazing. I don't know. <laughs> if you guys want to catch this shenanigans in live, we go live almost every. Actually, so far it's been almost. Mm-hmm. A, it's been every Wednesday. You know, whenever life happens, we don't do it. But like, <clears throat> for the most part, Wednesdays. at opportunity. Twitch. I mean. TV. TV. Forward slash. about paternity. Yeah, whatever. On Twitch and Facebook. <laughs> Talk Twitter.
1: of opportunities, that's... Not, I don't fucking know.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Yes, and I want to thank everybody who's been following us on Facebook because uh, that means a lot to us. It's been... The past, like, two weeks, it's been, like, 21 people. That's
1: crazy. <laughs> it's been a worrying amount of followers for me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm like, oh, God. Now I had to,
1: like, hold up a standard. <laughs> <laughs> not before I listen to no. it. Oh. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <Bug. clears
0: throat> oh, well. Yes, gaming
1: Don't do it. But, I mean, try not
0: to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is there anything else you want to talk about? I don't, I I don't, don't have
1: know. any news. Do you have any news? Oh, wait. Do uh, you want to talk about the Scroll of Tarask summoning? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Chris Perkins. Oh, uh, uh, uh,
2: yeah, okay, yeah, go ahead. So, oh,
1: Chris Perkins came out with a tweet. That said, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm, you know, summarizing here. He goes, here's a little sneak peek of uh, content from Rhyme of the Frost Maiden from when you absolutely need to kill every single motherfucker in the room, <laughs> <laughs> and it was, and it was a legendary item. Called the scroll of tarasque summoning and and it's essentially you read it and a tarasque gets summoned a mile away from you you are (laughs) not friendly with it it is not friendly (laughs) to anybody you it just happens
0: (laughs) (laughs) i just almost looks like a casual it's just a casual tweet about it and
1: i'm just like like a... and, uh, and, and I saw that I'm like what the fuck is gonna happen in rhyme of the frost <laughs> <laughs> Why?
0: I also love like some of the comments were like, "Chris,
1: why?" Could... No, <laughs> Chris, no, man.
0: Oh man, <laughs> that's all I got. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what the
1: fuck is actually um... gonna
0: happen in rhyme
1: of the frost
0: that's i don't know man but it's gonna be epic
1: apparently. that's either gonna be if i have if i really had to speculate on it that's either gonna be like an item that is shoved in the deepest darkest corner of that module you will never actually find it unless the dm like yeah. guides you to it or
0: yeah because i was thinking i was thinking maybe it's like the the main thing that people are going after but i don't think they would show that no
1: that i yeah it, that, that's probably like the um MacGuffin, you know, like, like oh god, yeah. some crazy wizard came up with the scroll to ask something. We had to get rid of it for obvious fucking reasons. <laughs> <laughs> wait, you actually wanted this? Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> no, give me the scroll. Um, <laughs> <bad>. <laughs> either that, oh, either man. that, or that's probably going to be like some sort of set piece kind of a thing that, like, I don't know, will either be like the main. Climax of the story, or maybe leading to something else. I'm really confused. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh,
0: but yes, there's a fucking scroll of summoning Tarask. Why? In other news, um, there's a couple of releases happening. Uh, Theros happened this mm-hmm. week. Uh, I saw the book at uh, cool stuff. I wanted it so bad, but I'm like,
2: no, I don't have money for that right now.
0: Um, when is it? There is uh, when is it? Because I will get it eventually, but not right now. Um the next thing that's releasing is cutie marks and dragons. What is what? It's a My Little Pony and Dungeons and Dragons Alright, we're done. <laughs> 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 it has a custom dungeon master screen in yep. an exclusive D twenty die. Um Well they did uh, to be fair though, they did make a uh not an adventure before for this for My Little Pony. And for what I heard it was actually kinda of fun. You know, but it's my little puppy,
1: yeah. So. No, I, I I would not touch that with a ten foot pole <laughs> 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 for for pretty uh, obvious
0: reasons. The other release that we have is Ice Windell, Rhyme of the Frost Maiden, uh, die set. Uh, has not released yet, but it will release soon. But they announced it. It looks gorgeous. <clears throat> as usual, oh, yeah. it's in the same vein as um as the dice for like Avernus or the dice for um what's the other one that they had. Oh,
1: Silverhand. silver hand. Yeah, the, uh, yeah, yeah. It, I mean, it was essentially for Waterdeep. It didn't, it, it actually didn't even say, like, Dragon Heist. It just said Waterdeep.
0: Right, right, right. Yeah. So, because even, uh, even they
1: looked, didn't the- want to acknowledge <laughs>
0: Dragon <Heist. laughs> But this, this looked really nice. And then the other thing that caught my attention is, I send you a link so you yes. can see it, is uh, the Adventure Begins, a co-op uh, board game for Dungeons & Dragons. Now, <laughs> what is this? I saw it the other day and I forgot to click on it. Um, it is, for what I understand, it is in the sense of like remember like hero quest, like all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff, like that. It's like a build the dungeon build and you have like your characters and stuff like that. So some of the some of the key features that I'm looking here on the website is that it's a quick entry to, to Dungeons and Dragons. So <clears throat> it's designed for two to four players, ten, ten years old and older. Okay. Uh, it's a comparative fantasy game. It's a quick gameplay, um, but it's essentially yeah, it's a choose your journey type thing. You build, you you build the, the board seems to be uh, asymmetrical, um, and you have your adventures. Each adventure has their skill cards, um, and then you just go through the freaking um, through the freaking board and kill things and get money and more items and buy weapons and stuff like that. Mm. So it looks like a fun little quick game uh, for Dungeons and Dragons. You know, that's something that you don't usually hear when you hear quick games of Dungeons and Dragons. Right no.
1: this would actually probably yeah. be this would actually probably be better to to introduce more people into Dungeons and Dragons, and I would say mm-hmm. even in the starter set, because even this, <clears throat> because as someone that's that had or is trying to get people into Dungeons and Dragons through the starter set, it's still a bit overwhelming, e- even yeah. though Five E has streamlined a lot of features.
0: Cause this is this is not something that people usually think about in gaming. Like, to be fair, like when I first heard about Dungeons and Dragons, and I heard that it was that rule book, like a thick book, that is already like over- like now looking back, I'm like that's fucking stupid. You obviously don't read the whole thing in one go. You're <laughs> just, just
1: one book. You know what I mean?
0: <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Just one book. Um. <clears throat> but yeah, no, it looks fun. Apparently, there's a bunch of different monsters you can choose. So I guess it's like the players against the monsters. Um, but there's, uh, you can fight uh, Felbris, the beholder, Ornn, the fire giant, Death Sleep, the green dragon, or the Kraken. Just the Kraken, doesn't have a name. The Kraken. Um, and then, and then
1: yeah. in parentheses, Kraken. <laughs> Kraken, <yeah.
0: laughs> And And then it's just like you just move through the board. There's different scenarios that pop up. And then, so essentially, Dungeons and Dragons, uh, Dungeon Crawl, but there's no Dungeon Master. The Dungeon Master is the board. Okay. So as you move you pull cards, certain cards do certain things, certain certain encounters, events or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then you move forward and-
1: I can actually see because so- because I I I really appreciate that they said for ages ten and up because I know there's like a lot of people out there. I, I I've seen a lot of posts or not a <laughs> lot, but I've seen a good number of posts like, Hey, you got my kids from the Zender Dragons. They're like seven. I'm like, How in the fuck? Did you manage yeah. to sit them down long enough to comprehend the rules? <laughs> you know?
0: Yeah and, and, and to be fair there is actually funny enough um hold on what's it called it's called uh they made a rule set for kids specific, specifically specifically <laughs> adventures with monk with buck uh, I don't know if you've seen it it's on the it's on the page it's super cute um <clears throat> uh but it's it's, uh it's, it's, a, it's a quick adventure and is designed to introduce a younger demographic into the game mm-hmm. um it's like legit it's just a PDF um and uh yeah it's for 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 and i've seen this done before it's not only like this is the official one but like if you look in the uh dungeon masters uh, dm guild there's a bunch of stuff like uh, rule simplification for kids right. and stuff like that which is fine if the kid is showing interest in it but like don't force it because the game is already like You know, it's not a fun game for kids. It's definitely... It's
1: really... I mean, it's even... (coughs) For even as, like, entry-friendly as 5e is, it's still a game that you have to want it. Like, you know, you you have to want to be invested into it.
0: Yeah, and and even sometimes when you're invested into it, like, you're sitting there and, like, waiting for somebody else's turn to pass, like, and you're just bored. Because, like, sometimes it happens. Mm -hmm. You know, and and we're adults, but that's the thing. You have to be an adult because you have to like do
1: social things well you know what you do when you're sitting there waiting for their turn to end you figure the fuck out what you're gonna do on yours okay exactly (laughs) thank you (laughs) fuck dude god damn it (laughs) (laughs) shit
0: (laughs) we actually don't have that problem you you mean like no people don't do that i had that problem at one point like i think it was back when we first started playing with the starter set. But I mean it was like the first time right, we played right, Star right. Like. But
1: if, if it's if it's like year sense. five and someone's like, Hey sorcerer, it's your turn. You're like whoa. whoa. <laughs> they have to like look up from their phone like, Alright,
0: come on dude. <laughs> i hated that i always i hated that with a passion like i'm sorry like we're telling a story here why are you not involved if anything if anything we have like the opposite problem
1: i'm like okay okay one one at a time one at a time there's a reason why we have initiative
0: (laughs) which is why i love this group so much because like it's it's like that like i don't there's not a lot of downtime. usually when it does take uh some time for the turn to pass is because there was a misunderstanding with spell or something along those lines or for me at least it is i was planning to do something but then somebody else did something that caused that to change. So it gets to my turn. I'm like, fuck. Ah. So, but even then, I'm just like, I just hit yeah. it. smack Uh But yeah, those are the the newest releases from Dungeons & Dragons. We should be hearing about a new book in October. Ooh. September. Did they say? Right? That's usually when they release like new stuff.
1: Did they? Did they
0: or were they, were they announced, not released.
1: Sorry. Did they give any sort of clues what this new book's going to be? No. Okay. I don't. I don't imagine it's going to be. And, and it's
0: not going to be for this year. It's probably going to be yeah, for
1: next year. I would imagine. I, I. I don't think. I would hope it's not another Magic: of The Gathering, uh, thing. Because
0: setting. Fuck. Because. Well, I mean, I
1: mean, it, the only reason why I'm saying it is because they had Ravnica and then Theros, and those were Theros was fairly recent, and so it's like okay, let's like you know, <laughs> like give 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 some other settings a chance. You know.
0: It'd be cool if instead of Avernus, they do. What's the opposite of Avernus? Is there a heaven? Oh yeah, the yeah there's, there's,
1: there's. I mean, what kind of alignment are you looking for? Hold on.
0: A celestial, a celestial type. Uh, because, um, because there's a, a, there's a
1: chaotic good heaven. That's Valhalla. <laughs> there's a neutral good heaven. That's Elysium. <laughs> and, then, oh. and then
0: there's An Elysium. Then there you yeah, go. Yeah,
1: and then and then there's a uh, there's a. I want to say the lawful good. It's just called paradise or some shit like that. <laughs> some yeah. some boring crap. Hold on.
0: Well, i mean if they do something like the opposite i just wish they would do like a, even if it's not like up to level 20 maybe like a level 15 let us get to that that other tier. why won't
1: they do level 20 that's a discussion for another
0: time <laughs> and that's the end of this episode thank you guys for joining us um i hope you guys liked uh, what we discussed <clears throat> remember metagaming everybody does it it's just about how you do it and how you integrate it in the story to make it fun uh, follow us on Twitch, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Even though I don't post that a lot, but Facebook's been really active recently, so you're gonna see a lot of like uh, our videos and, and fans there. Uh, thank you everybody for joining and listening. Please leave a review on whatever platform you're listening uh, to this podcast, and we'll see you all in two weeks. And you say bye. To oh the my
1: bad, it's Mount Celestia. That's the lawful good one, and chaotic good is Disgard. Yeah. What?
0: I'm ending the episode. Why? Stop. <laughs>
1: but I want to talk about planar travel.
0: No, we're not. Bad. That's another episode. <laughs> <laughs> All
2: right. You guys have a good night. I'll see you then. All right. Bye. <gasps>